From the Fox Sports 1498 3FM 3 studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Gentlemen, start your engines. Impex Pre-Owned presents Start Your Engines. Find your next car, truck, or SUV at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs and ImpexPreOwned.com. Here's your racing team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Author and veteran motor sports journalist, Deb Williams. Local action from winning car builder and owner, Alan Hill. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. And now, here's your host for Start Your Engines. Racing historian and author, Perry Allen Wood. Good morning and welcome to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg from the historic studios of WSPG AM and FM on Garner Road in Spartanburg. And uh, we uh, had a real good show planned for you this morning. <laughs> What's the matter, Alan? I don't think I'm picking you up through my headphones. Uh See if it's turned up right there. All right. Let's uh, let's get this out of the way first here. I don't know if you listened to the show before us, but uh, something happened overnight. I don't know if it was a lightning strike or, or what it could be, but uh, our phones are out, which is uh, accounts for exactly half our show. <laughs> we had we had some good interviews lined up today, and uh, the. Uh, Computer's not working, so I can't record it. So, uh, I mean, we'll just see what works and what doesn't work. Uh, Greg is under the weather. He couldn't make it this morning, but he had us two great guests lined up that we can't talk to. And uh, Ronnie's still under the weather. Hopefully, he'll join us next week. But uh, we had uh, Ken Schrader scheduled this morning, and I think he was a – I may have this reversed. It really doesn't matter now. But I had we had Ken Schrader lined up this morning, and we had uh, Ricky Rudd. So uh, we're not having either one of them. Let's see. We had, uh, yeah, Ricky Rudd was going to be at 1020 and Ken Schrader at 11 in our legends. So uh, we'll just have to talk slow and stretch everything out. I don't know if I can play any of these silent speedway things over here or not, but uh how are you doing this morning, Alan? Doing good, Perry. What, you, can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. I'll say it wasn't turned up right there. Just we can't blame the weather on everything. So, uh, well, uh, I guess the good news is that I can talk about to a degree since we're not on television. I won't have won't be able to show you a picture, but we had a conference call on Thursday with uh, Ryan Delaney, who owns the radio station. Of course, I talk about him just about every week in some form fashion and uh and some people i didn't know and the moore family uh bud moore's family and as it turns out they are doing a for the throwback weekend at darlington which is uh the weekend of may 7th i'm not sure if that's a saturday or a sunday but for the weekend of may 7th they are gonna do a, a throwback car commemorating and this is for jeremy clements commemorating the 40th 40th anniversary of dale earnhardt winning the uh, CRC Chemical Rebel 400. Uh, that was in 1982. I don't. I think it was, it might have been in April. I don't know if it was in May, but it's the 40th anniversary of the spring race at Darlington. And so they're doing for the Xfinity race, uh, Jeremy Clements, Clements uh, 
Racing is doing a throwback car to the car that Dale Earnhardt was driving that day, which was the Wrangler Thunderbird. It's a pretty car with the red and yellow. It was that not that sleek-looking Thunderbird. It was the boxy one, the first one they raced uh, in 1982. And it looks, of course, Earnhardt was in number 15, and this car's 51. So, I mean, it's a dead ringer. Good-looking car, isn't yeah, it, Alan? They just got the five-and-one mixed backers, and it's uh, it's actually it's the blue and yellow. Blue, what I say? Red and yellow. Okay. I mean, red and white. Well, it's blue and yellow. It's the Wrangler colors, and uh, um, the car is beautiful. I mean, they sent us a picture of what has been submitted to NASCAR. Now, that hasn't been approved yet, but I don't see anything wrong with it, any reason it wouldn't be approved. It's a good-looking car, and like you said, Daryl Earnhardt and our uh, guest this morning, Ricky Rudd, was drove that car, I think, didn't he? Well, he drove it um, in 84. Yeah. And right out of the box, that's when he had his wreck in the in the qualifying, not the qualifying, was it the qualifying race? It was the clash, I think. Yeah. And uh, Jody Ridley took him out. and uh, But that was the year uh, that Rudd drove the car when it was blue and yellow. But this one uh, for Earnhardt, and I was at that race, and that was one of the best races I'd ever seen. It was the last race Bud Moore won at Darlington. And uh, I think he and Cale Yarborough probably swapped the lead two or three times on the last lap, and course everybody at darlington's related to kale yarborough so they were going crazy and, and the rest of them i guess were pulling for uh for earnhardt and i mean the crowd was just going wild and earnhardt uh it's on youtube beating by about half a car length i remember kale went way down into dirty stuff on the inside of the track to try to pass him and couldn't quite pull it off but uh and on the side of the car where earnhardt's car said wrangler this one says uh, it's got our Fox Sports logo and 98.3 Spartanburg. 98.3 FM and Spartanburg, and it just looks fantastic. On the hood, I believe, has Spartan waste. So uh, it's just a, it's just a great-looking car, and I'm sure we'll have a – they said I could go ahead and talk about it, but I don't have to worry about showing any pictures, although we have some that we passed around amongst ourselves on the, on the – um, texting it to the other members of the show and everything and it's just a beautiful card it'll be well publicized and we'll talk more about it as it gets closer and maybe even have jeremy on and getting back to the fantasy race last week jeremy was having a good run there he had a real good run he uh we'll we'll get to that we got a lot of time to talk about it we can just about uh stretch everything out as long as we can this morning but yeah jeremy had a good run he finished 11th um, so he's he's improved markedly each week. He's up to 20th in the point standings. He went from 37th to 29th, and now he's 20th, and uh, he's coming on. So uh, we'll uh, we're real proud of Jeremy. Of course, we talk about him all the time, and hopefully he'll uh, continue to improve. They race today, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. I, they don't. I think the qualifying starts either during the end of this show or or right after it. So we don't have any starting position for him yet. Um, and uh, Alan, did the local tracks do anything this week? Uh, we got Travers Rest. They're going to try to race today. As a matter of fact, they've upped their schedule. Uh, gates are going to be opening up at 1 p.m. today, and uh, hot laps will be starting at 3:30. I think they they posted this up uh, just a day or two ago because of the cold weather that's coming in. Yeah, so, it's going to uh, get real cold. They kind of. 
they kind of updated their times to to let everybody know that if you want to go to Travers Rest, from what I hear, it's still on. And uh, even though we had a bunch of bad weather last night, did you have any? Yes, I did. A lot of thunder and lightning, and evidently they had some right right above this radio station <laughs> <laughs> because that's what they're saying is the problem with the uh, the likely cause of the phones being out. And uh, you know, it's a shame because uh, Greg was having trouble getting a hold of a guest. We we were shooting. I think I said at the end of the show last week we were trying for Daryl. He was trying for Daryl Waltrip, and he couldn't get a hold of him. And so he's you know late. The closer it gets to uh, uh, showtime, the more panicky I get. And so I was bugging him, you know, who have you got, who have you got, get anybody at this point. And he called back uh, yesterday about lunchtime, and he said, well, I got um, two people call me back within about five minutes of each other, and it was Ricky Rudd, and he, uh, or Schrader, I guess, called first, and he scheduled him for the normal 11 o'clock spot. For our legends guest, and then right after that was uh, Ricky Rudd, and I mean I wasn't in on the conversation, I, but Greg said, "Yeah, we'll take you too at ten twenty. We'll just bump Allen back." So uh, that was the plan, but we're not going to have either one of them. And uh, like I said, we'll we'll try to find some way to fill in today and and talk about some. Uh, it's a it's a shame, you know. Last week we had people walking in off the street <laughs> on the show. I mean, it'd be great if. Uh, Something like that happened today. A couple of race drivers just happened to be walking down Garner Road. We talked to them, but uh, can't do anything over the phones, unfortunately, and that's just the way it is. So uh, this station has uh, battled a lot of adversity. Uh, they had a flood, I think, one time here, and, uh, of course, the the uninsured loggers chopped down a tree and knocked the tower down one time. So uh, this shows this uh, station's put up with a lot of a lot of stuff over the years, and we're doing it a little bit more today. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I guess we got possibly some baseball to cover, and uh, I, the Gamecocks are playing. They stink, but they're playing the number one team in the country. Uh, I think Texas is number one. They're going to get shellacked. I mean, the Gamecocks will. But we normally carry those games. I have no idea if that's going to be possible because I think that utilizes the phone lines. I'm not sure, um, and. Uh, I imagine, uh, I don't know if Duke plays tonight or not. They played last night. So, uh, anyway, we carry Duke games. We carry Presbyterian games. So, I don't know what all we're going to be able to to have on the air today. Well, I can tell you one thing we can start having on the air today. I can start giving you all a, a fishing report. Well, that'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> As a matter of fact, uh, the guy you met this week had come over to your house, uh, Scotty Strickland. Scotty Strickland. If you're listening today, Scotty, you can sneeze on over there to Skeeters because I'm already high on the monthly over there with a 23-7 and see if you can knock me off. So, wait a minute now. This is uh, a, 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 some sort of fishing tournament that goes on all the time? I mean, it's... A, it's carp fishing. Carp fishing. Carp fishing, Perry. Do you eat those? No, you don't eat those. You just catch them? You just put your money up and you want to, you know, they got like uh, $50 an hour and stuff like that. Catch the biggest one and two or three other little things there, but I kind of, since I'm not really racing too much right now, I've got to have something to occupy my time. So uh, I used to carp fish a long time ago. As a matter of fact, I text one of my friends, my my uh, my fishing partner, and you would never guess who this guy is. 
Larry Pearson. Larry Pearson, okay. Larry Pearson was my carp partner there for a long time. We'd sit on the lake, we'd catch fish and uh, win a little bit of money. Matter of fact, uh, we, we had a weekend off one time, and we were sitting down at Seas Carp Lake. Me? Where's that? That's up in Valley Falls. Okay. It was Larry, Ricky, and me. And here come David driving down through there on his Harley Davidson. And I've always had a spare set of rods in the back of my truck. And uh, he walked out there on the, we was fishing on the dam there, and he just rode that Harley right out there on that dam. He looked, he said, how much it cost to get in tonight, boys? Larry just laughed a little bit. It was like something like $35 back in. Well, David gave Larry the money, and he went over and put David in. David threw right out there on top of where Larry was fishing. And Larry said, looked over at him and said, Give me a little bit of room. He said, you don't need no room. He said, I'm fixing to catch the fish. Would you believe within 15 minutes, David pulled in one that weighed 21 pounds. and uh, That's a big fish. Yeah, it was. And uh, <laughs> it was an all-night tournament. And we started fishing at 7 p.m. that evening to 7 a.m. the next morning. Good grief. And this was about 8.15. David gets back over on his Harley-Davidson and says, boys, y'all just bring me my money in the morning when y'all come home. <laughs> Did he win? Oh, yeah, he won. <laughs> <laughs> and we never could get over that. We, But uh, Larry stood there, and he said, you think I need to take him his money? I said, you better take him his money. That's one thing that man was serious about was his money. <laughs> and he's fishing, evidently. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, I, 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 go ahead. But uh, I'm having a pretty good time sitting over there at Skeeter's Carp Lake. Uh, it's, this is You've probably seen this lake. It's over off 101 and Reva Road. They used to call it Joe's Lake. It's down off in the field. You know, go take 101 down towards Woodruff. Yeah. You go down there where Reaver Road crosses right there. It's down in the field down there. And uh, it's just tournament fishing. I mean, they'll have like from right now, they'll start going in the evening time from 6 to 2 a.m. And at the end of the night, you can walk away there with thousand maybe two thousand dollars good grief what do you mean good grief i mean i had no idea this stuff goes on is this legal <laughs> yes it's legal <laughs> it sounds like some kind of fish gambling hey, or hey, something this man's playing on having one over there. listen to this scotty later on in march we're gonna get daylight savings times tonight yeah tonight so, so uh later on in march this man's planning on having a 24-hour carp tournament Cost 24 you- hours of carp 24-hour carp tournament. It takes two people. You put up $300. He pays $200 per spot. So if you've got 10 teams, that makes 10 $200 spots for the top 10 fish of that night. However many teams he's got, I mean spots he's got. So, I, I had no idea this stuff so, goes on. Boy, ain't you glad I'm here now? <laughs> I am. I, I, I don't we're know. Gonna, what, we're going to get from a fi- from a racing show over into a fishing show. Yeah, well, we and might I done, have. I done, I done told Mr. Wilson. <laughs> Mr. Wilson come down, and he told me to make him up some rods, and he's wanting to come over and go carp fishing with me. Well, when you told me to guess just now who it was, and it turned out to be David Pearson, I was going to guess Mr. Wilson. Well, but, uh, yeah. it's not Mr. Wilson, but Mr. Wilson loves to fish, and I'm a... Uh, I'm fixing to take him over. I told him, he said, what do all I need to do? I said, all you need to do is drive your truck over to the lake. I'm going to have everything sitting there for you, and uh, you're going to enjoy your time sitting out there on the lake. Uh, now, you, you, y'all fish from a boat, a dock, or no, off the you bank? Fish, you fish off the bank. All right. You've got, you got four rods. 
Right now, you can throw four rods out. Sometimes you can only throw three rods out. Sometimes you can only throw two rods out. But it's just a deal of a however many people shows up at the Carp Lake and uh, have a good time. Well, I, mean, we, I want to hear more about this later. We're going to – I'm glad – you brought this up because this is a good day to talk about it. But uh, Scotty, Scotty Strickland, the guy you met this week, yep. said he listens to the show. Yep. Scotty, I've met him over at, at uh, Foster's Carp Lake. How many are there? Oh, there's tons of them. There is a ton of carp lakes around. This I have no one, idea. This is one of the oldest things. It's worse than racing. <laughs> worse than racing. It's worse than racing. <laughs> it don't sound quite as expensive, though, and they, and. Uh, uh, it's probably easier to deal with rule changes. But, but whenever we go, whenever we go to a break here, I'm fixing to show you a picture of a carp lake that's up in Vale, North Carolina. All right, New Creek side. Well, we're going to take that break right now. All right, and we're going to come back, and Alan's going to update us on the what's going on at the local tracks and the local lakes and ponds. And you're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Start Your Engines will be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. Big selection. All great. Better deals. Come and get it at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway. No payment for 45 or even the first 90 days at Impex Pre-Owned. Come check out the best selection of pre-owned vehicles and test drive your next ride today. Ask about our first-time buyer's program. Hurry on over to Impex Pre-Owned. 8989 Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs. We can get you driving no matter what. Steve and Jerry here from the world-famous Beacon Drive-In in Spartanburg. Jerry, the Beacon opened back in 1946. How many years have we been serving great food at great prices? Hey, Plante! 70 years? How many folks are we still serving every week? Hey, Plante! Well, like you always say, I like my job, but I love my customers. But can you say something other than a Plante? Call it! Join Steve and Jerry at the world-famous Beacon Drive-In, John White Boulevard in Spartanburg, where the food is still always good since 1946. Have you been in a car or motorcycle wreck or an accident involving an 18-wheeler? Have you been injured in a workplace accident? If any of these things happen to you, you need to call the Carolina Law Group today. The Carolina Law Group isn't afraid of the big insurance companies, and they will fight for you. Call today to speak with an attorney for a free consultation. In Spartanburg and Greer, call 757-5555. And in Greenville, call 312-4444. The Carolina Law Group attorneys are your local injury lawyers. With four convenient locations to serve you in Spartanburg, Greenville, and Greer. Visit them online today at thecarolinalawgroup.com. You already know Palmetto Spirits is the place to go for wine, fine bourbons, and home bar essentials. But Palmetto Spirits is also the perfect place to pick up your favorite local craft brews like R.J. Rockers, crowd-pleasing Budweiser brands, and world-famous imports like Stella Artois, Modelo, and Corona. Whether you're in search of the ideal wine pairing or the ideal gift, Jim and the staff at Palmetto Spirits will get it in your hands. Palmetto Spirits, located at the corner of Reedville and Anderson Mill Roads. Make Phillips and Long Fuel Chesney your source for propane in Spartanburg County. They offer propane for hot water heaters, cooking, and heat. They can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season. Not only do they sell propane, but they sell a large variety of propane accessories such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane. If your propane tank is running low, call and we'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel, located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. 
Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right. Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848. Welcome back to Start Your Engines. We might as well let the music play a little longer if it's a good song so we can fill up some time. And uh, so if we can stray back onto the racing path, what happened around here locally, Alan, and what can we expect this weekend? All right. We're going to start back off with uh, Cherokee Speedway last week. Had one of the biggest races of the year over there. And one of the biggest fights. Well, uh, we can't get, we'll get into that. But uh, they had March Madness over there. And uh, had uh, five divisions on March 5th, and then five more divisions coming on March 6th. So uh, we're going to start off with the limited late models on March Saturday, March 5th. Uh, first place went to Jeremy Steele. Second place went to Kenny Coggins. Third place went to Taylor Puckett. And the Thunder Series, that's the 602 late models. First place went to John Ruggiero Jr. Second place went to Stephen Kevin. Third place went to Larry Timms. In the Mid-East, 602 open-wheel modifieds. First place went to Jeff Robinson. Second went to Ty Noder. And third went to Eric Bentley. In the Pure Stock Division, first place went to Nathan Showtime Pierce. Been a guest on the show before. Second went to TJ Penfield. Third went to Josh Ayers. In the Extreme 4 Division, first place went to Scott Collinger. Second went to Joy Kelly. And third went to Mitchell Coggins. And now moving over to Sunday, the big show in the Pro 4 Division. First place went to Casey Towell. Second went to Bradley Weaver. Third went to Austin Brown. In the Thunder Bombers Series, first place went to Rod Tucker. Second went to Hunter Thunderbird. And third went to Madison Hoots. In the Mid-East Street Stops, first place went to Andrew Blackwood. Second went to Blake Pryor. And third went to Dalton Peavy. And the 602 crate late models, I mean 604. I already had the 602s, but same name's going to come up again. First place went to John Ruggiero Jr. Yeah, he wins a lot. Guess who's sponsoring him this year? Mr. Wilson. Mr. Wilson. He had to put his money somewhere, didn't he? He put his money somewhere, and... uh, like people like it, he uh, one of them guys that sits in the stands, but just sits over there and says, "Hey, uh, I, I need to I need to help these guys out," and he will do it. He's a good man. And second place went to Dylan Brown. Third went to Jeremy Steele. And now moving up to the big main event, which was sixty laps, and uh, first place went to a local driver, Chris Madden, Smokey Madden. Yeah. 
big name. Yes, it is. Second place went to Mike Mahler. Third went to Jonathan Davenport. Fourth went to Dalton Wilson. And fifth went to Carson Ferguson. And uh, another local driver led all but the last lap, Chris Ferguson. Right rear tire blowed out and uh, led every lap. How many laps was it? 60 laps. Led Mm -hmm. led 59 laps. And then right rear tire, I think right rear tire let go of it. And uh, when it did, he had to pull high on the racetrack, brought out a caution, restart again, had a little deal of uh, Chris Madden and uh, Brandon Overton getting together a little bit on the back straightaway because Brandon was trying to go high to pass Chris and just didn't work out. Next thing you know, next lap, Brandon Overton had a flat tire. So, uh, But they said that Chris Madden, whenever he, whenever he took the checkered flag, come around there and stopped on the front straightaway, you could just about see the air in his tires. So uh, <laughs> day race is kind of hard on these boys because it does eat tires up. And uh, one of the reasons I asked uh, Tony Adair was it going to be a 100-lap race because 100-lap race, a lot of times the guy can come in 40 or 50 laps into the race, put on a new set of tires, come back out and work his way right back up to the field and win the race. So, uh, but Ky- but that, that would have to be a green flag pit stop, right? Or did they uh, let them come no, in to change? They, they, no, they, uh, it's not really a green flag pit stop. You do it under a caution, which you'll have a caution in dirt race. All right. Pretty good time. And they don't count caution laps here. So uh, you can actually come in during the caution. If you bring the caution out, you can actually come in and change the tire, get back out there. And uh, if your crew's ready for it, Get you back out there. You can stay on the lead lap. and. Uh, but you got to go to the back of the line, right? Uh, pretty much back of the line, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they can't let you no, they get your position you, back. But, but guess what? New tires, about like uh, kind of like we've seen it at Vegas, new tires and stuff like that. You just, you're just so much faster. Yeah. I mean, uh, you can just go where other boys can't, and you can just hold her wide open. You'll, and, you know, a, a short track like uh, Cherokee Speedway, which is only – three-eighths of a mile and stuff like that and they get around the track in 15 seconds guess what you can make up you can make up a ton of time right there mm. it ain't like it's a mile and a half or something like that and uh kind of heard some rumors through a grapevine of one of our local car builders is getting an old driver back and uh i'll let the, i'll let our people i'll let our listeners think about that but you're not going to tell us i can't really i can't really pronounce it right now because I really don't know if it's happening. Okay. But I'm pretty sure I'm 99% right that it is going to happen. And, uh, but. Now, will our, our more knowledgeable listeners have an idea of what you're talking uh, about, maybe? A local driver, I mean, a local car builder, which is over in Calpium. So I'll give you that much, and everybody knows him. And one of his older drivers is getting back together from what I hear. Okay. And uh, well, I, I, know, I, I think I know who the car builder is, but I don't know yeah. who the driver. That'd be Barry, right? Right. That'd be Barry, right? Okay. And uh, I can't say just one of his older, older drivers. He doesn't race produce, does he? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> not our buddy Wally. <laughs> no, no, not our buddy Wally. This okay. is, this will be in the this will be in the Super Late Mall series. Okay. But I hear Wally, from what I heard here this week that Wally's going to try to make Travers Rest Speedway today because they paying $1,500 in Renegade Division over there. Okay. And Wally said he wanted to go get that money. So, uh, 
If Did he you does, tell me he built a new car? He built a new street stock car. Okay. Which, uh, he can't run the street stock car in Renegade Division, but he had the Renegade car from last year. A little bit of controversy about that Renegade car, but, you know, different racetracks got different rules, and we'll just see where it goes from there. He might be uh, He might be needing to get out the smudge pots tonight. Well, they like I said, they, they bumped the time up. They're going to probably start racing about 4 o'clock this afternoon. It's supposed to get down to 20s tonight, I think. But that's, that's later on after about... 12, 1 o'clock, but you know you got to be out of Travers Rest by 11 o'clock anyway because uh, they got that curfew over in Greenville County. So uh, these boys is uh, Travers Rest. If they get that track, everybody says, well, it rained. Well, guess what? There ain't no difference from raining that water truck. That water <laughs> truck dumps a whole bunch of water, too. Track don't know the difference. No. Nah, only problem is uh, uh, Travers Rest is you got a you got a pit, uh, I ain't say a pit, road it's actually a place where you park your vehicles down there now if you get off down in there and it comes to rain you better have a record there to help you get out i mean that's i like, know a little bit about muddy tracks from going over to cherokee with you <laughs> but uh i could say congratulations to everybody that won over at march madness last week a lot went on over there uh showed you a little picture of what went on over there <laughs> yeah i mean that was uh, <laughs> uh like like you said there was a uh, a fight and a, a race broke out. Yeah, uh, I heard that. Uh, I sent I sent the thing to my brother, and uh, the guy had an Overton shirt on for one thing. And uh, I don't I don't see how you could get that mad at a, at a. I mean, I guess you can if you've had some. I think a little bit of alcohol. Well, I was going to say some liquid courage involved. in there. A little bit of alcohol was involved, and uh, my brother said, "Well, evidently the guy did not do his research on Cherokee Speedway." Because Chris Madden is a local driver there. Plus, there's only one thing that people over at Cherokee Speedway like better than racing. Yeah, <laughs> and we're not. No, I'm not going. I'm not going to say it. But uh, they won't let you do that at Harris anymore. Oh uh, no! Uh, you automatically. Uh, uh, which I heard they escorted one of these boys out, but I heard this later on this week that nobody pressed charges and stuff like that. So uh, that'd be. Them, them guys probably be sitting beside each other next week. Did uh, they uh, <laughs> Did they find some alternate accommodations for them that evening, or did they? Yeah, they they took they escorted one of them out. But, okay, uh, that's uh, part of it. But I mean, the race was actually over. So I mean, he he guys he still got his money's worth <laughs> plus some more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, plus some more. I'd say plus some more. All right, is that it? That's pretty much it for our local, like I say. Nothing uh, going on at Harris? Nothing going on at Harris right now. They had that race over there the other week. Uh, a lot of these boys tried to get together right now to where start of the season, like uh, Cherokee was last weekend, Travers Rest is this weekend, Harris might start up, and uh, see, Cherokee's going to be off for the next two weeks now. And uh, so uh, they trying to let hey, – hey, in some ways, our tracks kind of work together. In some ways, they don't. I think Tony told us last week, Tony Adair, that they got something big at the end of March, right? They got the big Rock Golf Memorial yeah, over yeah, there. Yeah. They're starting off paying $20,000 for the Super Late Models. Wow. And that's one of the biggest purses they were. I think last year it got up to like $43,000. You know, and they had to call it off because of the weather. And then they... It went later on in the year, and see, they have to work with the schedule with the super late miles because you got, you've got the World of Outlaws, and then you've got the Lucas Oil Series, 
and you take your top names like uh, Chris Madden, or, uh, Jimmy Owens, uh, Brandon Overton, all them. See, they kind of sign up with a series at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. And they gonna, they once they sign up, they got to run all their races, so they're going to be traveling so that they can get their points at the end of the year. Right. Points or points money. Whoever leading at the end of the year, just like NASCAR and stuff like that. So, I mean, just like Chase Elliott and them, they won't pull out and leave a couple of races because you can't hardly make it unless you win the win the win a race during the year that automatically puts you into the to the playoffs. Yeah, and just think about it. In NASCAR this year, we've already had three different winners, and we did not pick a we did not pick a winner last week. So, uh, Alex Bowman, I don't think none of our uh, professional pickers decide they want to pick Alex Bowman. No, and you know, Ronnie used to pick that 88 every week. I believe uh, my phone's ringing, and I think it was uh, Ricky Rudd, but, I mean, I can't do anything with him. Well, we could put him on speakerphone, and I could hold it over here next to this other microphone if... Uh... Well, let me, uh, i tell you what, let me, let's take a break here, and let me call this number back, and if we can do that, we'll do it. All right. All right, let's take a break. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Ricky's Drive-In West and Little Rick's East on Asheville Highway are your go-to stops for chili dogs, cheeseburgers, and so much more. Right now, all combos are just $6, and all kids' meals are just $3. And it's easier than ever to take advantage of these deals with their convenient drive-thru. Do you have a big appetite or several mouths to feed? Ask for the drive-thru special. Ten hot dogs, a large fry, and a gallon of tea for just $22.99. Ricky's Drive-In West on Blackstock Road and Little Rick's East on Asheville Highway. The drive-thru is open. Where's the greatest return on your tax dollars? Elite Audio, where we offer the best in car audio, video, navigation, and custom design systems that are one of a kind. If you're like me, you spend a lot of time in your car, so make it safe with hands-free Bluetooth and keep the kids entertained with a mobile video system. The look of your ride is just as important as how it sounds. We also do wheels, tires, and accessories. Over 80 wheels on display at Elite Audio on Asheville Highway in Spartanburg. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram and check us out on the web at EliteAudioOnline.com. You dream it, we build it. Visit our website at SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, WSPG Spartanburg. Spartanburg has been known as the hub city for decades due to our proximity to rail lines and interstate highways. Upstate Logistics has been part of the hub city transportation scene for over a decade. Upstate Logistics provides businesses with warehousing and transportation services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. And more importantly, we support Spartanburg. Be it high school and college sports or important community projects, Upstate Logistics wants to help move Spartanburg forward. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and Spartanburg moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. River Falls Plantation, a Gary Player signature course, is open to the public. Membership opportunities are available, though, including family, corporate, and individual memberships. They offer a discounted membership for seniors over 60 and juniors under 30. But you heard me right. You don't have to be a member to play at the beautiful course at River Falls. Don't have time for a full 18? Why not nine for just $25 every Monday through Friday? Schedule your tee time today by calling 433-9192 or go online to riverfallsgolf.com. 
Spartan Waste is putting trash in its place in Spartanburg County. Spartan Waste is your locally owned trash collection company, keeping your community clean. Do your part by visiting Spartan-Waste.com to make sure your trash is picked up on time every time. And when we say Spartan Waste is locally owned, we mean the owners, Mark Nelson and Mark Mullen, are on the job every day, keeping the Spartanburg community where they work and live clean for their families and yours. Keep it clean with Spartan Waste. Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. Said no one ever. I love waking up to cold cereal. Nothing satisfies like dry granola. No. Here we say good morning with sizzling sausage, biscuits baked to perfection, the enticing aroma wafting from your freshly prepared breakfast. So make your morning easy and mix and match a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, or hash browns. Any two for just $2. It's McDonald's Easy on the Go Breakfast. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Combo meal. Single item at regular price. Valid when product served. And welcome back to Start Your Engines. And kind enough to call me back because I left him a message that the phones were down. It's Kenny Schrader. And we're just going to try to see if this will work. Uh, Alan's got on... my speakerphone and holding it up to the microphone. Good morning, Kenny. How are you doing, sir? We're doing great, and I certainly do appreciate you calling me back. That's uh, You're a good friend of the show, and I'm sorry Greg couldn't be here today. He got under the weather, but uh, it's great to hear your voice. And I, I tell you, that was a wonderful discussion that you and uh, Alan were having there about the about the local dirt track situation, and uh, that was very interesting. Well, talking about daytime racing in the Carolinas, there's not a whole lot to talk about there. You know, I mean, it's kind of, I mean, it's a heck of a show and a lot of cars and a lot of people come out. I, you know, I say it's a heck of an event. The actual race isn't much because it's, you know, one lane around the bottom. Uh, you can't really, you got to move somebody or you got to wait for them to have a flat. But, you know, the cars showed up and the people came out and had an exciting event. Well, are you, I mean, I know you, you still have a very, uh, busy schedule what kind of uh, racing are you doing these days i think i, I read where something uh, got rained out or snowed out recently for you this weekend we were supposed to be in uh, uh deep south speedway all the way down to uh gulf coast at uh Loxley, alabama and got got uh, weathered out there we go to north alabama next weekend uh with our mode modified then we go to bridgeport new jersey then we go to kansas city missouri uh we're full speed ahead starting next weekend or the first weekend that we don't get rained out you really are now are you doing uh all the driving or do you you have a driver and if so who is that no i'm basically doing all of it now if i'm gonna spend that money i'm gonna be the one <laughs> you're gonna have the fun huh yeah i'm gonna have the fun well i tell you what and I'm, i mention this every year and i'm gonna throw it out there one more time i saw you the only time I ever saw you race open wheel was at the Minnesota State Fairgrounds in 1984, and Marv Carmen won the race. So uh, that's the – and I got a real good picture of you sitting in your sprint car. So uh, Was that a sprint car or were those big cars? Those were Silver Crown cars. Silver Crown cars, yeah. Yeah, we ran a 200-lapper up there. Uh, 
I guess, I don't know, was it 84, 85, whatever, whatever it, it was there. It was 1984. We weren't that good, but I think we rounded up fifth. Yeah, that was 1984, and if you remember that, you got a heck of a memory. And uh, <laughs> but uh, I tell you, you have uh, it, it's great to hear that you're still out there doing that. But you you drove for some uh, awful good teams back in the day with uh, oh with Rick Hendrick and Junie Don Levy, and uh, uh, I think you first came on the scene in 85 didn't you weren't you you were the 85 winston cup rookie of the year if i'm not mistaken yeah we started out uh i ran five races for elmo langley in 84 and then uh was fortunate enough to get hired uh by mr don levy in uh 85 and drove for him three years and then went mr hendrick for uh uh nine years and then we had a lot of three-year runs but uh we were very fortunate had some real really good car owners yeah you did and i um I know you won. Uh, you won some pretty good races there. I remember the Talladega win, and uh, you uh, did. Did you like? This is a dumb question, sort of. But did you like going fast? I mean, it was like Talladega where you'd rather run, or were you a uh, more of a short track guy that you know would prefer Martinsville or Bristol or something? Oh, it it didn't make any difference as long as you was in the car racing. It didn't make any difference where you were racing. Just get out there and get the get the race. Uh, mile and a half were always fun. Uh, you know, I mean, going to race, it's, it's kind of fun to go fast, but, you know, you go as fast as you can around all those circles. It's just the, the circle dictates how fast you can go. Yeah. Now, you but you, you, you came up from USAC uh, more so than uh, people like Rusty Wallace and some of those guys that and uh, Cole Wiki that ran the ASA. Is that correct? Right. We uh, I started out in stock cars, and then I wound up riding, uh, driving a lot of open-wheel cars, and we didn't have a – we only ran – we only ran full-time USAC in uh, 82 and 83. Is the only two years we, we raced full-time and tried to win championship. We won the sprint deal one year and the silver crown deal the next year. Uh, but, uh, you know, our, our open-wheel career was good to us, but it wasn't real long. Yeah, and there was some... Some pretty stiff competition. Uh, if, I'm just trying to go from memory here. I know that was probably in the heyday of uh, um, Gary Bettenhausen and uh, probably Larry Dixon and some of those guys. Well, Dixon and Vogler and yeah, Vogler Halo and Sheldon Kinzer and Rice and Larry Rice. And, I mean, <laughs> there was a bunch of them. But there, you know, <clears throat> there's there's good good competition everywhere all the time. That's just that's just part of it. It's not getting any easier. There's, you know, it's uh, more teams have better equipment now than ever before, and it's it's probably harder now than it's ever been. Did you uh, have any aspirations to go to Indianapolis for the 500? Uh, we went there in 83, I guess it was, and thought we were going to have the opportunity to, uh, you know, maybe get a chance to run, and we did. We uh we practiced. Uh, we never got to qualify. We killed the car for qualifying. Back then, many years ago, uh, we were running 192. You only had to run uh, uh, 186 or something to make the show. Uh, so, I mean, we were in good enough shape, but uh, it didn't happen. So, just you know, no big deal. What? Um, who are you? Who were you going to drive for? Grant King and Yasona Purcell. Okay, I I mean I love Indianapolis. These people around here tell you that that do the show with me that I just 
that's I think about Indianapolis. I think every day of my life, and I just love it. And uh, yeah, Grant King, he was a, one of the big owners back there. I don't, I don't think he ever got in Victory Lane, but he he always had cars. And I I heard somewhere, it seemed like they said that he was like a master of uh, taking somebody, you know, uh, of building a car exactly like somebody else's. You know, I'm like maybe copying a a, a Watson or, or something like that. They they reverse engineered quite a few cars. Uh, you know, but Grant had a, a long and successful career up there at the Speedway for sure. Yeah, yeah, he was around a long time. Um, well, I tell you, we uh, we're so glad that you called in. I, that's great of you to do that because I didn't. We got struck by lightning or something last night, and our phones are out and our computers out, and we're just we're uh, going with a, a wing and a prayer here this morning. So uh, um, I, I really appreciate you taking the time to call me back and I, I left you a message we had ricky rudd on too I, I hope he got the same message i gave you left for you and uh but um so so you're going down to uh the gulf coast yeah. to, to race yeah well ne- uh, next week we're in northern alabama uh, but then we go to bridgeport new jersey and you know it's just stuff uh, it's just it's middle of march it's time to go there's races everywhere so we just start hitting them no uh no end of the road in sight for you, huh? Not yet. Not yet. We'll just see what happens. Well, Kenny, thank you so much for calling me back. I, I appreciate it, and I'll let Greg know that you, uh, I'm sure he's listening anyway, that, that you were kind enough to call us back, and you didn't have to do that, but you did, and I think we managed to put on a pretty decent interview, and uh, just thank you so much for coming on Start Your Engines with us. All right. Thank you, guys. See you later. All right. That's Kenny Schrader, who, uh, way to go, Alan. That worked. Worked okay. Yes, it did, Perry. <laughs> I'm sitting here holding your phone, dialing other people. Well, if it's anybody good, we'll put them on. <laughs> we uh, we got a. Uh, oh, Ronnie Black says it sounded good. So, uh, I know we got one listener. Yes, we do. Okay. Well, that was good. I mean, you know, he didn't have to call back, and uh, no, doesn't change your schedule around, and uh, like you said probably traveling and like you said he's always in that federated car i didn't i I wanted to ask him was that federated sponsoring him again this year well he's younger than me he was born in 1955 so he's got a lot of miles left in him Uh, a little older than me (laughs) (laughs) a little younger than me but uh that was uh that was real nice of him to call back because he didn't have to do that well, we got about 10 minutes, and so we can say we struggle through the first hour. If we can uh, keep this up, I think we'll be okay. You got anything else there? Well, uh, we can start back with that Xfinity race last week. Yep. I mean, you know, I mean. Uh, well, I tell you, let me do this. Right. This won't take 10 minutes, but uh, let me. there was a race last night. Let me just touch yeah. on it. I just printed this off as I was going out the door. But ARCA ran uh, yesterday late afternoon and uh at phoenix for the general tire 150 and uh that used to be hoosiers is general tire now are they handling arca exclusive exclusively because I, I see the next race and they got over a month off before they go to talladega is the general tire 200 yes. so general tires getting a lot general of general tires get, getting into arca division and uh don't get me wrong hoosier tires mostly Everybody thinks the Hoosier tires, they think of dirt tires. And they're kind of hard to get right now. Is that right? Yes, they are. Is that what y'all ran? 
Uh, yes, we did. Yeah. We run Hoosier. We run Ebods, and they're here. I've had uh, four or five phone calls. Won't know if I had older tires from last year and the year before. That uh, they said now that you can go in there and, and do what we call sopping and grooving on these tires, and it kind of preps them, peps them back up a little bit. Well, y'all were doing something to them that night at Cherokee, sanding them or something. <laughs> we're, we're grinding the haze off of them. Grinding, grinding the haze. All right. What's the haze? Uh, you know, when you remember, like I was asking you about but the Formula One cars yeah. and stuff like that. Well, when you run, a, whenever you run a tire on dirt, it at that first uh, probably say eighth of an inch kind of gets a, a hardness to it right there. So if you can take that grinder, and it's a rough grinder, yeah. And you grind that first eighth of an inch off it, you're getting back down to some good uh, what we call virgin rubber. And uh, it it's worth about uh, probably two-tenths of a second. Wow. Yeah. Well, I, Danny and Jada were both out there grinding. Uh-oh, Scotty said, I hear you carp fishing. <laughs> so, Scott, <laughs> Scotty, we'll get back to you in a minute. Uh, we're going to do some more fishing after the top of the hour. But uh, let me touch on this ARCA race that they had yesterday at, at uh, Phoenix. As I said, it was the General Tire 150, and it was won by Taylor Gray. And I think I hear his name in the truck racing. Yeah. And it's he was driving for uh, uh, David Gilliland, who has uh, got his hand, I know, in Xfinity and uh, – I think there's a there's a, is he running some cup too right there's yes, one of those Gillilands in there, it's a it's a pretty famous name. Second was uh, Daniel Dye, third Sammy Smith, fourth Raja Karuth, and fifth Jake Drew. I got to be honest with you, uh, I haven't heard of four of those people. So I think they must be having some kind of a changing of the guard in ARCA. I mean, uh, with uh, Hallie Deegan's gone and Drew Dollars wrecking people in other series now and uh um it, it just appears to me that there's a lot of these names here looking down the line i'll read a couple more of them that i just don't know these people and uh hate to say it but uh i've seen somebody posted up uh one of the arca teams actually lost her truck driver and stuff in a bad wreck uh going to texas and uh hate to hear that you know, it was probably going through Texas to get to Arizona. Yep, going through Texas. He's, he's actually in Texas whenever this accident actually happened. And uh, I uh, hate to hear that. You don't know who it was, do you? Because you know when when uh, when we lost James Hilton, he didn't he didn't even start the race. But I think he got credit for last. And I'm looking here at the results from the, the ARCA race. And there's a guy named... Uh, uh, Eric Reed, who raced for Jones Racing, a guy named Al Jones, and he was not credited with any laps. I wonder if, if if you were entered, if they go ahead and give you last place if you don't make the race. I, I don't know. I have no idea. Okay, that name doesn't ring my, a bell. Probably my brother, he'll look it up, and he'll probably send me a little text here in just a minute of actually what the teams were or what the, the name team? of the team. Yeah. I'm looking down the line here at these other names, and uh, actually – Josh Berry was in it. He finished eighth. He's also driving for Gilliland. Uh, Nick Sanchez, I've heard of. He was seventh. But some of these other names, uh, I'm just, I'm not familiar. Well, no, I thought that said Bobby Hillen. No, it was not Bobby Hillen. Uh, so anyway, Brad Smith, who uh, still runs, uh, speaking of James Hilton, still runs his number and I bought his equipment. But I guess that equipment's long gone by now. But anyway, the ARCA race, that was last night, uh, yesterday afternoon, and 
I did not print out the point standings, and I apologize for that. We'll get it next week. But they don't run again until April 23rd. They've got over a month off um, before they run, to, as I said, the General Tire 200 at Talladega. So that's it for ARCA. And uh, I tell you, we don't have a whole lot of time here to get as deeply into the Xfinity race as I want to. Um, and then we haven't even tapped up touched on cup yet so uh um tell me a fishing story you got three minutes three or four minutes three or four minutes uh well, well, let me ask you a question now you showed me the picture of that that lake during the break a while ago i mean that looked like a purpose-built stadium to me oh it is it's not just a, a lake on some guy out in some guy's field oh, or no, something no you got you got stobs that Whenever all your fishermen show up at this lake, if you got twenty fishermen shows up at this lake, all you will put your money up, and it might be a hundred and ten minutes. I mean, a hundred and ten. Paris takes me four minutes right now. Uh, yeah, to a commercial break, but uh, so if you got a hundred and ten dollars, all of you, you get a, you get what we call a golf tee. It's got a number on it, and your lake is numbered around through there. You got spots that are like ten foot wide, and. If they call your number out of the hat first, you may get to go up there and pick out the best spot on the lake. You might. Well, be- how do you know what is the best spot on the lake? Uh, you fish it. <laughs> you fish it, Lake Perry. Well, I mean, but uh, this thing you showed me—it looked like it looked like a big swimming pool. I mean, it, looked like it was a big purpose-built lake. It was a rectangle. Yes, it is. All right, and it had yeah. it had seats all around it. Oh, it does. And little houses. Little houses all the way around it. That way you can get your bait inside that little house, and nobody can actually see what kind of bait you're actually using. Uh, it's, uh, uh, worse, uh, it's worse than racing. No, I, I, well, I, I mean, I'm, <laughs> we may be losing or gaining some uh, listeners. I don't know, but, I mean, this, this is unbelievable because I didn't know this goes on. Yeah. I didn't know this went on at all. Because you hear about Bassmasters down at Lake... Uh, well, put it this way. I showed you a Hartwell picture... Hartwell or whatever. I showed you a picture of my little uh, outrig I built from my my truck and stuff, and I put six rods out the back of it, and I got a little stand that holds my rods up out of the bed of my truck and stuff. And then at the tailgate back there where my trailer hitch goes, I built me a little thing. Now, I've got a scooter. It's an electric scooter. I'm saving gas. So I got an electric scooter. And it's got a tube that you scoop that fish up in. When you net him and you get him on the bank and you take the hooks out of his mouth, and you scoop him up, put him in that tube, you put that tube on the back of that scooter, and you run him around the lake to the scales. And uh, <laughs> and you it, uh, you got a tank on the back of the scooter to put the fish scooter, in. Yes. And uh, now, now, now this whenever I was going down to Interstate Sunday to go fishing, <laughs> all them people from Charlotte and stuff was going to the Bassmasters yeah. to the weigh-in. They was pulling up beside me down, going down the interstate, looking over at me, pointing, and kind of smiling, or I ain't going to say smiling, but laughing. Look at this. <laughs> what are they laughing at? Look at this, because at the bottom of my little scooper, I mean, my little scooter down there, it's got carp life wrote on it. Carp life? Carp like life. Like salt life. And yeah, you feed salt all life, lake life. My daughter's got lake life and stuff on the back of her car and stuff. Well, I, I, since, when I seen it, I had to have it. I got carp life. <laughs> <laughs> well, now... That carp, okay, hold it. Now, it, obviously, they stock this man-made facility with carp. Yes. Um, now, I mean, how many's in there? 
Uh, is it? Can you just look down and they're they're bumping into each other? There's no, so no, many. No, or, no, 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 or, no, and, no. And as the the surface of this lake, we got about a minute. Is it like rocks and things and tree limbs and I mean? No, no, it's it's perfectly clean bottom, like a swimming pool. Uh, no, I mean it's dirt bottom and oh, stuff dirt. like that. It may, I mean, it might have uh, ruts and gullies in it. You got know okay. where the you got know where the freshwater streams coming in. Well, that's what like I was that. wondering. You talking about finding a finding a good spot, and it sounds like uh, any spot would be a good spot. But now that you explain it, that so there's freshwater running in and out of this thing. Yes, most of them are fed by uh, uh, natural springs and stuff. It's oh. Just, if it's fed by natural springs, you usually have a lake up above it that holds the water so that the water don't really get muddy in the in the main carp lake. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Let's go! The home for bump and run with Tyler Sugart. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM. WSBG Spartanburg. We are. Here's what you need to know. We've got some fresh NFL news on this Saturday morning. ESPN reported today that the Dallas Cowboys have given permission to starting right tackle Lyle Collins to seek a trade and that the Cowboys are likely to release Collins if they can't find a trade partner. NFL media reported this morning that the Saints restructured the contract of cornerback Marshawn Lattimore while the Buccaneers restructured the contract of nose tackle Vita Vea. In the NBA Friday night, Greg Popovich became the winningest head coach in NBA history as his San Antonio Spurs held off the Utah Jazz 104-102. to Can I finish my statement? I'd say five championships is enough of a statement, but whatever. LeBron James dropped 50 in the Lakers 122-1 over Washington. It's the first time in LeBron James' career he's had two 50-point games over a three-game span. A few years back when we were ready to reopen the station, the water pipes burst, putting thousands of dollars of equipment in danger. That was one stressful evening, but one phone call to Thomas McGuire and PuroClean, the paramedics of property damage, and our stress disappeared. PuroClean rolled in, took charge, and rescued the station from severe water damage. Since then, I've used PuroClean at my house. You should do the same. Whether you're faced with fire and smoke damage, a flooding basement, or need carpet or upholstery cleaning, do what I do. And that's called 285-3530 for PuroClean. Hey, this is Ryan Cleary. Join Anthony Greer, Alex Smith, and myself weekday afternoons for Open Mic, Spartanburg's longest-running radio show. Whether it's high school athletics, Carolina or Clemson, USC Upstate, the Braves, we've got opinions and we want to hear from you. Open Mic, 3 until 6 p.m. on Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, and of course the Fox Sports 1400 app. Providing for and protecting your loved ones is never more critical than when you aren't there to do so. Many people are under the impression that establishing a will is the first and last step to estate planning. That is why developing a formal estate plan can be one of the most important things you will ever do for them. A comprehensive estate plan can help you preserve and protect your wealth, control who receives your assets, and ensure that your wishes are carried out. Working with our estate planning experts, Trent Lancaster in the Spartanburg office of Janie Montgomery Scott can help you prepare an estate plan. Contact Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC. Member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC.
The attorneys at Carolina Law Group are your local injury attorneys. They will always fight for you and aren't scared of the big insurance companies. The best part about Carolina Law Group is that they are local, located here in Spartanburg. And when you call Carolina Law Group, you will always speak with an attorney like Nahar Patel, who was recently voted as best injury attorney in the upstate, or attorneys Matthew Whitehead and Mitchell Bird, who were finalists for best trial attorney. The Carolina Law Group is aggressive and loyal and will fight for you. Call today, 864-757-5555, or visit thecarolinalawgroup.com. Steve and Jerry here from the world-famous Beacon Drive-In in Spartanburg. Jerry, the Beacon opened back in 1946. How many years have we been serving great food at great prices? Hey, Plante! 70 years? How many folks are we still serving every week? Hey, Plante! Well, like you always say, I like my job, but I love my customers. But can you say something other than a Plante? Call it! Join Steve and Jerry at the world-famous Beacon Drive-In, John White Boulevard in Spartanburg, where the food is still always good since 1946. The Hub City Farmers Market is back. They will be open from 11 to 2 on March 19th for their final winter market, and then they'll be open every Saturday from 8 to noon beginning April 2nd. The Hub City Farmers Market features the freshest local produce, meat and dairy products, as well as artisan crafts and bath and body products from local vendors. Every Saturday will feature live music as well as activities for the kids. Remember to shop local with the Hub City Farmers Market, presented by Spartanburg Regional, located at 498 Howard Street, Open every Saturday beginning April 2nd. Live from the Fox Sports 1498 3FM 3 studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Gentlemen, start your engines. Impact's pre-owned presents Start Your Engines. Find your next car, truck, or SUV at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs and ImpexPreOwned.com. Here's your racing team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Author and veteran motor sports journalist, Deb Williams. Local action from winning car builder and owner, Alan Hill. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. And now, here's your host for Start Your Engines. Racing historian and author, Perry Allen Wood. Well, I don't think that's going to play. I thought we might be able to play one of these silent speedway deals I did. But it's not going through the, the computer. I guess that's something to do with the problem. We'll forget that, and we'll go straight to... Uh, the cup race last week, which you you went fishing, huh? Yes, I was on, I was on the lake. Well, let me tell you this. Uh, Alex Bowman was the winner, driving to number 48 for uh, Hendrick. And uh, his teammate, Kyle Larson, was second, who actually, they interviewed Bowman after the race, and he said Kyle Larson was faster, but I just, you know, he got a better jump on him, but... The story of the race, actually, and they did crack up a bunch of cars, but uh, Kyle Busch had that thing in the bag, and he was leading. Um, he led 49 laps, which was the second most of anybody, but he was, uh, and, and Ross Chastain led 83 laps, which was more than he's led in his whole life in that number one car for uh, track house racing, but uh, sponsored by the American Country Music Awards, which I think was on, on television that night. But Kyle Busch uh, had this kind of pale green 
car sponsored by uh, Ethel M. Chocolates. I guess that's probably some uh, off-brand or, or of, uh, of, of Mars, who uh, I think is his main sponsor with M&Ms and everything. But anyway, he had the race locked up. I mean, he was going to win it. There was no doubt about it. And with just a few laps to go, let me see how many, um, they had a crash right there on the front straightaway with uh, Eric Jones and Bubba Wallace. And that was with uh, seven laps to go. So they uh, threw the caution, and it was one of those, you know, they're saying you're danged if you do and you're danged if you don't, but everybody came into the pits, and Kyle Larson got four tires. And I'm saying, because Greg told me a long time ago, you know, sometimes you want two. Kyle Busch. What did I say, Kyle Larson? Yep. Kyle Busch came in and got two with that green chocolate car, came in and got four tires, and that some others did too. But, uh, you know, about three or four of them, the Hendrick cars especially, only got two. And so he lined up, you know, back sixth or seventh, wherever he was, Kyle Busch, and he just he couldn't get there on four tires. I mean, two was all you needed. And uh, it kept showing uh, Joe Gibbs, and Joe didn't look too happy. I mean, it was like uh, you, you just got snookered. You just got outsmarted, uh, out-crew-chiefed, and they um, – Talked to Kyle Busch after the race, and he was ballistic. Uh, he just was, it was profanity-laced, and he was, uh, the gist of it was that Alex Bowman has won five races or whatever it is, and he's backed into every bleeping one of them. And he was furious, but he didn't back into this one, and I don't know that he's backed into any of them because, I mean, you know, I'm not a big Kyle Busch fan, but he, uh, he got four tires, and it took longer to get four than it did two, and that's what cost him the race. Yeah, sometimes uh, clean air and two tires is better than four tires and being back in dirty air. Yep, and um, and there weren't he didn't have time. It was only it was a it was a overtime. It was a green white checker. He yeah. did not have time to get there, so uh, he wasn't catching them anyway. I don't think he needed four. I think two was the way to go all along. So, as they said on the broadcast, uh, they probably had an interesting meeting that Monday uh, Monday morning at at Gibbs because Gibbs didn't look happy. And he had that race in the bag. The final results, Alex Bowman was the winner. Uh, Kyle Larson, his teammate, was second. Ross Chastain was third. So that was a one, two, three Chevy sweep. Fourth went to Kyle Busch. Fifth was another Hendrick Chevy with a William Byron. Ford was led by Eric Almarola. Um, seventh was Tyler Reddick. Eighth, Martin Truex. Ninth, Chase Elliott. And tenth, Christopher Bell. Um, Kevin Harvick continues to just have miserable racing i mean he's just he's not even a factor he finished 12th and uh like i said there was uh, a a couple of cautions but um the uh the outcome was actually decided because of a caution but that's that's just the way it goes you you uh you get two tires instead of four when you're supposed to and it would have been a different outcome had that happened here's the point standings the playoff point standings, Kyle Larson is first. He has a 10-point lead over Austin Sendrick, who is second. Third is Alex Bowman. Fourth, Martin Truex. Fifth, Joey Logano. Sixth, Kyle Busch. Seventh, Eric Almarola in his last season, he's announced. Eighth is Chase Elliott. Ninth uh, is a tie between Bubba Wallace and Austin Dillon. Eleventh uh, is a tie between Kurt Busch and Brad Keselowski. 13th, Blaney. 14th, Eric Jones. 
who's tied with Chase Briscoe, and 16th is Ricky Stenhouse. So uh, uh, let's get our picks in. We might we no reason we can't do that. And I'll uh, I'll text Deb here during the commercial and ask her to give me a pick. You go ahead, Alan. Who you want? I think I'm going to take the 18 since he was so mad last week. <laughs> What's the matter in a horn? I had him last week, put it that way. So uh, I'm going to take that 18 and, you know, I mean. Well, that's. that's. Well, we'll give Greg, since Greg took the 22 car, we're just going to let Greg keep on keeping the 22. Yep. And he can uh, do that. Jada likes the 11 car, so we'll let her have that 11 car. Okay, and I'm texting Deb as we speak. Yep. And uh, how about you, Perry? You... I'm going to stick with nine. Oh, yeah. We might, a... we might as well just roll them right over. Well, <laughs> Chase is going to win a race one of these days, and uh, I want to yeah. be there when he does. So, uh, I mean, all the Hendrix cars are running good. It's just right now it's a matter of which one's going to gonna win. But I said, said it two or three times now that sharp pit work is uh, what won that race Sunday. Now, you did watch the Xfinity race. Yes, I did. All right. Why don't you recap that one for us the best you can? Ty Gibbs was the winner, driving that Ty, that Gibbs number fifty four. Kinda, kinda. Uh, he made a couple of drivers mad coming up through there. I seen that, but uh, I ain't gonna say he's driving over his head, but uh, or driving better equipment than what the driver is. But I don't know. Uh, the boy needs to settle down just a little bit. But uh, did mess around, win the race, but uh, kind of pretty much uh, got pushed by. Justin Allgaier to the win, and I don't know why. That's the team. That's the team meeting I would like to have been at on Monday morning. <laughs> yeah, because uh, Noah Grayson was on the outside, and uh, you know you got to pick and choose rule whenever you come in after the start finish line. Yeah, and how come Justin Allgaier just didn't go up there behind his teammate Noah Grayson? I don't know if there's hard feelings between them two. It might be now, but. Uh, he, he stayed by it down there behind the 54 car and pushed the 54 car in front of Noah Grayson and uh, let the 54 car win. Yep. So uh, that's the that's the team meeting I'd like to be in on Monday morning. The uh, results, uh, Ty Gibbs was the winner driving a Toyota for Gibbs. And then after that, you have nine, count them, nine straight Chevrolets with uh, Noah Cragson. Uh, drives for JR Motorsports. Daniel Hemrick was third. Josh Berry for JR Motorsports was fourth. Justin Allgaier for JR Motorsports was fifth. Landon Castle, sixth. Um, Sheldon Creed, driving for Richard Childress, was seventh. Brett Moffitt, eighth. Ninth was uh, A.J. Allmendinger. And tenth was Brandon Jones, who tried to knock everything down a couple of weeks ago in that yellow number 19. But our car... Jeremy Clements finished 11th, and uh, he uh, that's about as high as he got all day. He started 12th. He stayed around that area the whole race, so uh, uh, it was uh, a good finish for Jeremy. Didn't hit anything. A lot of other people did, and he is, once again, after that horrible start at Daytona, he has uh, he's moved his way up to uh, 20th in the standings. The point standings right now are, uh, flip over here, Flip over here to it. Noah Cragson is the points leader. Ty Gibbs is second. A.J. Allmendinger third. Justin Allgaier fourth. Josh Berry is fifth. Sixth is Daniel Hemrick. Seventh, Riley Herbst. Eighth, Anthony Alfredo. Ninth, Sam Mayer. And tenth, Austin Hill. 
you got to go all the way down to 20th, but it's a lot better than 29th. He moved up nine spots, and that's Jeremy Clements. And Jeremy was in on the, uh, the phone call that we had, uh, the conference call I was talking about where they announced the Bud Moore Dale Earnhardt tribute car. And um, somebody made the comment that, uh, you know, wishing him good luck and everything for this week. And uh, they sure hoped Drew Dollar wasn't going to be in this race. And uh, Jeremy said, no, Drew was going to run Atlanta. So uh, I think that's next week. So anyway, that's uh, that's pretty much the way the Xfinity turned out. We um, didn't have any other racing, but next week's a big, big weekend with uh, the 12 hours of Sebring coming up. Yep. Uh, talked to my brother. He said they done shipped the cars on down to Sebring, sent them on down the road. So, uh, and actually he... Uh, he texted me. He said that was David Gilliam's truck driver. Oh no! Okay, that that was killed. Yes, it was. It's uh, tough. That's a tough break. So, uh, well, thank you for that, Alan and uh, and Mike. Appreciate that. And Ronnie Black just texted in. Said he's taking Martin Truex nineteen car. Well, he used to take him all the time too. I, Deb texted back in. She wanted uh, Chase Elliott if available, and I said I took him. And I haven't heard back from her. Maybe I made her mad. <laughs> I've been letting her pick first every week. So, uh, anyway, that's uh, – sorry, Deb. You get to go first sometimes, but not every time. Looking at the schedule here now, next weekend, uh, the 19th, I said, is going to be busy. The, the weekend of the 19th, I guess. Now, the 19th, is that that's a Saturday, I believe, isn't it? Um, let me look at my calendar here. The 19th is a Saturday. And that's when the trucks race at Atlanta. And that will be at 2.30 on Saturday. And so that means Xfinity will be at a, well, I don't have it here. Probably after the truck race, I would guess. Um, I guess it's possible they could even do it on Sunday. I don't know. But the, uh, the trucks will be racing next week. The Cup will be racing. Xfinity will be racing. Uh, Formula One starts next week. They will be at Bahrain. And um, I think uh, and we, I just mentioned Sebring. Yeah, here's the Xfinity schedule. And they will uh, – no, that's not the schedule. Anyway, I don't have it. I thought I had it here. But IndyCar, I believe, is running next week. So uh, we'll uh, – We'll have all that for you when we uh, do the show. If we do the show next week, I guess we will. Uh, so um, we have a lot of show left, Alan. <laughs> tell us tell us something. Well, uh, like I said, Travis Rest Speedway, they try and open up this afternoon. And uh, like I said, get out here and support your local racetracks. If we don't support them, you know where they're going to go. As a matter of fact, I had my shop door open. And I heard something that sounded like uh, race cars over to Spartanburg Firegrounds, but it was not really race cars. What was it? It was the monster trucks over there. At the fairgrounds? Yes, they was having some kind of deal over there. Really? Yes. Uh, I kept on listening because uh, there's a guy that's got a drag car over here off California Avenue now. And uh, I said, well, evidently he's out there, you know, uh, and what it feels like, but he can't be out there on public streets with that drag car. But uh, well, you know, they got a bunch of 
hills and things inside the, you know, dirt mounds and things in the infield of the old fairgrounds track. Maybe they run in something there. They, they had, they, I think they had some kind of monster truck deal over at our fairgrounds. And uh, don't get me wrong, if you can have a monster truck drive, you can, you can just about have a race. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, you get, if you've got two, you can. Uh, um, I found an indie schedule here, and sure enough, uh, and this is one I've been pointing to as uh, with somewhat concern is uh, they run next week at Fort Worth at Texas Motor Speedway with Indy cars, and Jimmy Johnson is supposed to be partaking in that, and that will be next Sunday. And uh, I think that's like a noon start with the Atlanta Cup race being uh, later on in the day. I'll have all those times for you. Uh, wait a minute, I think I got – yeah, the Cup race, the Foles of Honor Quick Trip 500 will be at 3 o'clock. So it will be uh, – more or less a double header with Indy at noon and uh, the Cup cars at three o'clock next week. So, uh, got a lot of racing coming up. We're going to get into full speed here pretty soon, and uh, of course, we'll need to check back in uh, maybe next week with uh, out at Spartanburg Dragway uh, and see uh, see uh, Greer Dragway. I did it again, Greer Dragway, and because I think they're getting ready to get cranked up real good. Yep. And um, so, okay, and let's I- take, go ahead. I think NHRA is uh, down in Florida this weekend. They've had their last two races out on the West Coast, so uh, now they're moving back down here to the East Coast, and uh, a lot of good drag racing been going on, and you know Tony Stewart's into that now. Well, you know, I and, actually uh, watched some of it, not this past week, but the week before. I can't even remember where they were. And they was, uh, But he was walking around the pits. He's walking around the pits, and you've seen him in the, the announcer's booth the other day. Yep. And, uh Look like he's doing a pretty good job in the announcer's booth as far as uh, announcing the cup race there. Well, I might get a lot of people to disagree with me, but I actually thought that uh, Danica Patrick sounded okay in the booth last week. She's, uh, um, I mean, she's smooth. She knows what she's talking about. And uh, I I thought she did a good job. And the ARCA races, is it ARCA? Yeah, the ARCA races, if I'm not mistaken, um, are being uh, the the lead announcer, Jamie Little. Who, who's a pit reporter, and I think she's doing a real good job. So getting some ladies in the booth calling this stuff. Let's take another break. We'll be right back. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Start Your Engines will be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. Big selection. All great. Better deals. Come and get it at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway. No payment for 45 or even the first 90 days at Impex Pre-Owned. Come check out the best selection of pre-owned vehicles and test drive your next ride today. Ask about our first-time buyers program. Hurry on over to Impex Pre-Owned, 8989 Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs. We can get you driving no matter what. You already know Palmetto Spirits is the place to go for wine, fine bourbons, and home bar essentials. But Palmetto Spirits is also the perfect place to pick up your favorite local craft brews like R.J. Rockers, crowd-pleasing Budweiser brands, and world-famous imports like Stella Artois, Modelo, and Corona. Whether you're in search of the ideal wine pairing or the ideal gift, Jim and the staff at Palmetto Spirits will get it in your hands. Palmetto Spirits, located at the corner of Reedville and Anderson Mill Roads. 
There's something special happening year-round in the city of Spartanburg, including a variety of seasonal events and festivals. Downtown Spartanburg offers several great options for retail shopping, as well as a great selection of restaurants and bars where you can have the fish and chips at Delaney's Irish Pub, you can try something off the new menu at RJ Rockers, or even catch a game with friends at Main Street Pub. If you're looking for something family-friendly, check out the Music Trail or the Sparkle City Mini Putt, which is always free to play. For more information on upcoming events, check out the city's Facebook page. The City of Spartanburg, always doing. Spartan Waste is putting trash in its place in Spartanburg County. Spartan Waste is your locally owned trash collection company keeping your community clean. Do your part by visiting spartan-waste.com to make sure your trash is picked up on time every time. And when we say Spartan Waste is locally owned, we mean the owners, Mark Nelson and Mark Mullen, are on the job every day, keeping the Spartanburg community where they work and live clean for their families and yours. Keep it clean with Spartan Waste. Make Phillips and Long Fuel of Chesney your source for propane in Spartanburg County. They offer propane for hot water heaters, cooking, and heat. They can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season. Not only do they sell propane, but they sell a large variety of propane accessories such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane. If your propane tank is running low, call and they'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel, located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right. Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt, whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave, across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848. Might as well let it play a little bit. Well, you brought it up a little bit about Taylor Gray a little bit in ARCA series. Yes. And uh, we was talking a little bit about drag racing. Well, you know Tanner Gray. I heard that name. He was in drag racing. Matter of fact, he was actually a a pro stock uh, championship. But then he left there and went to, I think he drove some in the truck series and some in the Xfinity series. But uh, That's probably who I was thinking about yep, instead of Taylor. Ta- yep. Taylor's his little brother, right? Taylor is his little brother and might turn out to be a pretty fine race car driver. Well, but, from uh, what else you were telling me, it sounds like they might have some pretty deep pockets. Well, uh, yeah, they you got to have deep pockets. I mean, that's uh, part, of, part of this program is you got to have some good people like Mr. Wilson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sorry and, he's not helping you out, but what were you telling me about that, that Gray family? Uh, they're... Uh, their grandpa owned a bunch of oil rigs, I heard, and uh, sold them for billions. And so uh, if you got billions, you can go racing if you really want to. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, rich grandpa's always a good thing to have. So, yeah. uh, all right. Well, that's that's interesting. I want to thank Lanny McKinney, who uh, maintains the Budmore Engineering website and does our podcast and is a part of this show every weekend as the defending champion of our pick'em segment. He uh, he wants Blaney. 
think I told you that. And uh, Ronnie wants uh, Truex. And Deb wanted um, uh, Elliot. Elliot, but I already got him, so just give her whoever she had next week. She, I t- she had Larson last week, so uh, well, <laughs> it looks like she might get Larson again. Yeah, she can have him. That's all right, but uh, she just didn't get the first pick. I'm surprised she moved off of Larson, to tell you the truth. So uh, we uh, have a little bit of television I can tell you about here, I guess. Uh, Very little. But um, today, the Xfinity qualifying will be at 1130. I told you it starts while we're still on the air. In fact, it's starting in about three minutes. So uh, Xfinity qualifying from Phoenix is on FS1 from 130. I'm sorry. From 11.30 to 1. Then from 1.30 to 3.30 on FS1 will be uh, cup qualifying from Phoenix. Then at 4.30 is the Xfinity race. So uh, we will really be pulling hard for Jeremy and see if he can uh, just just keep getting those solid finishes. You know, nothing worse than 15th. Be nice to get in the top 10, maybe even win some segment points. Yes, that's uh, kind of what uh, we I think he started off like this about uh, two years yeah. ago and just barely missed the playoffs there. And I think he was just one shy of making the playoffs. He so, did uh, that two years in a row. Yeah, done it about two years in a row. So uh, everybody don't realize what getting in the uh, top 15 in points and stuff means about next year's and sponsorship. Yep. And, uh, of course, we're proud to sponsor him here from uh, – Fox Sports Spartanburg, he carries our uh, logo every week, but he's really going to carry it at Darlington. I can't wait to see how he does and, and see that car. Um, tomorrow at 3.30, did I just tell the cup races at 3.30 tomorrow? I don't know if I said that or not. I'm looking at this TV lineup, but it is, and that's on Fox. Then next weekend, I don't have a complete rundown, but I can tell you that um, on Saturday the 19th from uh, – uh, it looks like it, uh, the Emser WeatherTech uh, 20, 12 Hours of Sebring will start at, comes on the air at 10 o'clock on Peacock. Looks like the race starts at 10, let's see, it's kind of hard to read this here. It starts on Peacock and goes to USA, and then it will uh, finish on USA, it looks like to me, at, 12 30, at 1030 at night. So I, I would say it runs from 10.30 in the morning to 10.30 at night. It, the way they've got these numbers here don't exactly add up because it says 10.10. It says the pre-race show is 10.05 to 10.10. I, I don't think that's correct. But anyway, um, it'll be switching from Peacock to USA Network, which are both NBC properties. And from 2.30 to 4 o'clock next week will be the Camping World Truck Series race in Atlanta. Uh then the next day on Sunday, March 20th, and we'll go over this next week, will be uh, the Formula One race at Bahrain. That'll be on ESPN2 at uh, 10.55 in the morning. And the IndyCar race at noon, followed by on Sunday. Uh, yeah, both of those are on Sunday. The IndyCar race at noon and then the Cup race at 3. So you can plop down in front of the TV at 10 o'clock uh, next Sunday morning and go Formula One. IndyCar and stock car, and uh, I guess you're going to be fishing. Oh, yeah. I'll be on that car plate. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, we got some time here. We got 30 minutes. Let, let's, 
educate me some further on this. Now, this is a obviously this is a big money kind of deal. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, it, it's been going on, and I didn't even know about it. Now we have these carp lakes in Spartanburg. Yes, we do. We got about four or five of them around here in Spartanburg. Really? Yes. You got Joe's Fishing Lake over here. It, uh, it's called, uh, like I say, 101 and Reva Road, corner right there. You also got one in StarTech, South Carolina called Foster's Carp Lake. And uh, you got Cannons over there. Cannons is an older lake. Uh, actually, it's all the way over there in uh, Greer, off right off. I think it's actually in the city limits of Greer. Hmm. But. Uh, just seen them post up on their Facebook video of them putting in a brand new, uh, a truckload of carp in their lake uh, at 5 a.m. Monday morning. Now, is there other kind of fish in there? Yes, you got some catfish in there. You got some largemouth bass, but they don't count. <laughs> but you might catch one by accident. You might, you might catch one by accident, and uh, that's just part of it. But uh, well, well, as a matter of fact, I called a. I caught a catfish over there last Sunday afternoon, and uh, a guy up the lake, he said, meow, meow. <laughs> he said, you're needling you because uh, you caught and, a catfish. But, but guess what? When you catch a catfish, uh, pretty much every, pretty much everybody on the lake knows what you're fishing with. What would that be? I can't tell you, Perry. Well, everybody at the lake knows. Why can't you tell me? Uh, I'm not telling you what I'm fishing with. Well, let me ask you this, then. <laughs> Is there some things you can't fish with? Yes. All right. What can't you use? Uh, I'd rather not say that on the air either. Uh, <laughs> well, um, you know, when I was with the sheriff's department, they used to give us, this is back in the old days, back in the early 80s, they used to give us a handful of warrants, and they say, go yeah. serve these. Yeah. And it's usually, you know, not any desperate criminals. First person I ever arrested in my entire life, guess what his crime was? Telephoning fish. Oh, no. Yep. Have you ever done that? No, but I arrested a guy for doing it. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, I said, uh, when I was putting the cuffs on him, I said, what did the fish say when it answered the phone? And he said, it didn't say anything. It just floated up to the top. Yeah. You just got a wire basket. You just scoop them up. So, in other words, you get an old crank telephone. Oh, yeah. And you put the wires in the water and turn the crank and shock them. You drop one all the way to the ground. You leave one right up there at the top of the edge of the water. When you crank that phone, it sends out electrical current, and it paralyzes them fish for about 15 seconds. They cannot. And they float to the top, and you just scoop them up and put them in a bucket. (laughs) I couldn't believe it. I looked at that warrant. In fact, I think um, I, I had a stack of them. You know, shoplift and stuff like that. Uh, simple battery. But I believe I did this one on purpose first so I could say the first person I ever arrested was telephoning fish. And uh, that is a true story. One of our listeners knows what uh, you can't throw in the lake, but I can't. I just I just texted him back. I said, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't. But, I mean, there's certain times of the year that these fish get on starchy foods and stuff like that like bread grits and stuff and you, you want to throw that then in the summertime they kind of phase off of that then you want to start throwing uh soybean and millet stuff uh, a lot a lot of lakes are banned millet because it is a non-protein food you you fish will actually get real skinny off of millet they can't digest it or whatever but uh then they go back into a fall deal of uh changing up and uh 
Put it this way, Perry. I, like I was telling you about before, they have these spots marked off. They start off like one, two, three, and there's 10 foot in between them spots. Mm-hmm. And whenever you peg out, they call your number out. Usually you got a partner, and you go out there and peg up on the, on the board and say, if I peg out on two, and we usually kind of a gentleman's a deal that you might skip a spot. You might want that spot, but you might skip a spot and go over here to two, go to next spot be three and four. Yeah. Well, the next guy, if he pegs out on four, we kind of have a gentleman's agreement that we split three. You know, you still okay. have that, you still have that little bit of a water. You got you got buoys out there in the water that shows you your numbers out there. You got to throw them rods towards them. Well, that's what I, that was the question and, uh, I was going to ask you. You got you can't throw it off to the side. You no, got to go straight no, out. No, 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 no. You got your you got your not unless nobody's fishing over here beside of you. Then yeah. you, then you can have that over there. Well, I had a guy one night. He just I'm sitting there just netting this man's fish left and right. And he was sitting in spot number two, and I'm sitting in spot number four. My rod's sitting here not doing nothing. I'm talking about just, I'm, I'm sitting here netting this man's fish out. Finally, at the end of the night, he looks at me, and he says, uh, this lake here, you got to have this, son. I said, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, I mean, he didn't have to tell me. I mean, it's not a lot like racing. I mean, you winning, you don't want nobody. You'll, you'll send somebody up a tree. Well, now, when you show up. Yes. Is there an official? You got one man that's running the lake there. Yeah. Uh, now, I mean, he might, he might look here. If I'm over there and I'm catching fish, me and my brother done this one time. My brother working for Junior Johnson and Seas Lake, like I was talking about before, which is closed down now. They made it. They got houses around Seas Lake now. Yeah. But my brother showed up, and back then, it was whoever showed up at the gate first got first choice on the lake. Hmm. Well, I'm sitting here number three in line at five o'clock in the morning, and my brother ain't showed up. Uh, he's coming all the way from North Richboro. I I just told the people, y'all go ahead and spot out. Y'all go ahead and get on the lake where you want to. When he shows up, we just me and him to take a spot. So sure enough, he shows up, and I'm mad. I I'm letting <laughs> him have it left and right. Well, we go to the corner of the dam down here, and. He's throwing, I said, I'm going to put you over here in this corner. I'm not getting in that corner. Since you showed up late, I'm going, well, guess what he done? $1,600 that day. <laughs> Every time an hour come up, he had to fish. People started mouthing around the lake. They started getting, and about that time, the man come over to the, the intercom, and he looked. He said, I've done walked around there and looked at the boy's bait. He will actually eat his bait. So there's nothing wrong with his bait. Uh, and y'all know that he was the last one to sit on the lake. He let every one of y'all pick his, pick out, out on this lake. And you punished him and gave him the corner. Yes, I punished him. And actually, I was doing him the favor. <laughs> actually, the fish had done move to that corner of that place, of that <laughs> lake. And he was sitting on top of him. And it just, he won, I think we fished for 12 hours that day. And he won 11 of the hours. <laughs> Oh, now you uh, um, and it, it's it's the overall weight of all your fish you catch. Uh, no, no, uh, no. Uh, uh-uh. uh. All right. Not, they got deals of every twenty minutes the largest fish caught. Are they yanking them out that fast? Yes, they yank them out that fast. But now, not a fish being caught in that twenty minutes. That fifty dollars, if they paying like fifty dollars every twenty minutes, 
that fifty dollars roll over into the next twenty minutes. All right. And if none, if there's not a fish caught in that next twenty minutes, it rolls over into the next twenty minutes. So now you got a hundred fifty dollars waiting on that first fish, or the largest fish that are. Yeah. But a lot of times I attend. I mean, uh, put it this way: over there the other week, I caught a twenty-three. I caught a twenty-three-seven. You showed it to me. And. uh would you believe within 30 minutes later, a man caught a 23.5? Made me sweat. Uh, when, he, when I seen that fish going around the lake uh, on that little scooter. Uh, you laugh. Well, I mean, I can just, I know you, but Alan, I, and I, I can't I, see I you looked, on, the, I looked at on that I little I said, scooter. boy, I didn't last long up here. You know, I didn't stay long on this board, but uh, come to find out it weighed 23.5. He was right up underneath me. Close. But nine times out of ten, if you see. Uh, Anybody I, ever slip anything in the fish's mouth when nobody's looking, like a, some, uh, uh, like a one-pound hunk of lead or something like that? You can't do that, Perry. Well, That's I mean, cheating. well, cheating. I know it's uh, cheating, but I'm uh, 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 that fish has got to swim off whenever he, whenever you put him back. The man who put him back that fish back in that lake. He better swim. He's got to swim off. Yeah, he swims off. He put you put your fish back in the water. Well, you can he catch put, him again. Yes, you can catch him again. You ever caught nine, the same? nine times out of ten, he ain't gonna bite for another. He won't bite again for about another week till his mouth gets uh, healed. Oh up. yeah, because of the hook. Yeah, you done, oh. you done hooked him in the mouth, Perry. So uh, he got sore mouth right now. But, uh, <laughs> 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 but, uh, I'm fascinated with this. You fascinated with well, this? Well, I, 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 I would have to take you over there one day. And well, you, you, I'm a, I might just go with you, but I because I got to see for, all this stuff people, you won't tell for, me. For people that's, that's listening right now, I've got I've got a little electric scooter. It's got a, a tub on the back of it. And you take that white tub off, and whenever you catch fish, you scoop that fish up, put him in that white tub, and you put it in the back of that electric scooter, and you ride the fish around around the lake to the scales. Has I everybody got a walk. scooter? I don't walk. I don't walk that fish. No. Does the, uh, pretty much nine times out of ten, everybody's got a scooter. But uh, a lot of times, some of these carp lakes, they got a golf cart that they go over and park on the other side of the lake. And you can actually use the man's golf cart to ride your fish around there. Oh, but, uh, man, that's unbelievable. It's, uh, it's, some, it's, some, it's some interesting stuff. It is interesting, but we're going to take our last break and come back and uh, probably talk about this some more unless some racing pops up somewhere. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Low prices, big selection, quality customer service. That's Nissan of Greer. Get big savings on over 300 new Nissans. Shop our large selection of used vehicles, including Nissan certified pre-owned. Plus, we're the place for commercial fleets, for expert service. And if you need credit, come and get it. Ask about military, college grad, and mobility assist savings, too. Hurry to Nissan of Greer today. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Call 864-479-1197 for more details. Spartanburg has been known as the hub city for decades due to our proximity to rail lines and interstate highways. Upstate Logistics has been part of the hub city transportation scene for over a decade. Upstate Logistics provides businesses with warehousing and transportation services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. And more importantly, we support Spartanburg. Be it high school and college sports or important community projects, Upstate Logistics wants to help move Spartanburg forward. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and Spartanburg moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. 
www.lubeandinman.com. Speedy Lube and Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway, and Inman lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. You can't predict what is going to happen, but you can plan. When was the last time you reviewed your financial plan? Financial advisor Trent Lancaster and Janie Montgomery Scott Spartanburg office can help you plan for the what-its to guide you in working toward a secure financial future that keeps you on track to meet your financial goals. A financial plan can help you with goals such as planning for retirement, educating your children or grandchildren, and passing on your wealth to the people and causes that are most important to you. Take the first step. Let Trent help you establish a plan today designed to protect you for whatever happens tomorrow. Call today at 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Jenny Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. River Falls Plantation, a Gary Player signature course, is open to the public. Membership opportunities are available, though, including family, corporate, and individual memberships. They offer a discounted membership for seniors over 60 and juniors under 30. But you heard me right. You don't have to be a member to play at the beautiful course at River Falls. Don't have time for a full 18? Why not nine for just $25 every Monday through Friday? Schedule your tee time today by calling 433-9192 or go online to riverfallsgolf.com. Spartanburg's radio home for Gamecock football. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, WSPG Spartanburg. McDonald's is hiring right now. Get more than just a job. Start building your future today. Working at McDonald's, you'll get paid time off, health care benefits, free employee meals, competitive wages, and a flexible schedule. Apply today at McDonald's.com slash made. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's and McDonald's independently owned and operated franchisees are equal opportunity employers committed to a diverse and inclusive workforce. Most McDonald's restaurants are operated by franchisees who are independent employers and set their own employment policies and practices for their employees. The benefits described here are available at McDonald's-owned restaurants and participating franchisees. And welcome back to Start Your Engine. Start me up, AJ. What uh, what you got a uh, announcement there to make? Yes, Alan? I do. I got an announcement. It's uh, Traverse Rest Speedway. With the amount of rain that we got last night and very cold and windy conditions for today and tonight, they are unfortunately going to cancel this race. It is not because of getting the track ready. It is because, like I said, that infield pits, not infield pits, but pits on the, yeah. on the outside the racetrack, uh, you get these boys got these big rigs and try to get them off down in there. You got to have a big record to try to pull them up out of there. And uh, unfortunately, Travers Rest Speedway is going to cancel out tonight. So uh, does that leave us racing anywhere tonight? I don't think we're going to have nope. any dirt racing locally. Uh, okay. Like I said, uh, Harris, uh, Harris. I don't think Harris is. I don't know if Harris has pulled anything out of the hat or not, but uh, I don't think so because, like I said, beginning of the year. 
you try to kind of work together yeah and let each one of them have a separate race and they was going to have a good show over on, over at Travis Chris Speedway. Yeah. And, uh, hate, hate that we was going to. Matter of fact, Mr. Wilson, even though his bulls, I don't think his bulls going to race this weekend, which was John Ruggiero. Yeah. Uh, he was actually still going to go to Travis Chris Speedway and, and, and watch the race. Yeah. Well, I guess yeah. that's going to free up a lot of time for fishing. Yeah, it could. We, uh, <laughs> we could do that. Well, all right. Uh, I don't want to beat this horse to death, but I we got 14 minutes here to fill. Um, now, are these uh, is there like a league or a, a sanctioning body or anything for all this fishing? They they have a they have a deal a where, club or something. Yes, they have a deal where uh, they actually have a, a traveling deal of they call it like cart report, and if you can qualify, you can show up and. Uh, and fish for the big money and stuff like that. And I'm talking about thousands of thousands of dollars. At these same lakes you're talking about yes, in Spartanburg. Yes, at, at the same lakes. The, like, uh, say like Can- we got Cannons Carp Lake. You've got Perry's over in Gaffney. You've got New Creekside up in Vale, North Carolina. That's the one you showed me. That's the one I showed you. It's up in Vale, North Carolina. If you go up towards Henrietta, you've got Clearwater up there. You've got Pops. You've got... Uh, I can sit here and list them. I can sit here and list them. You got Midway One, Midway Two. I had uh, no idea. Uh, now, 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 do they coordinate like not having events at the same time like no, the racetracks no, no, do? No, 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 no. Not unless you're fishing on this carp report deal, and they actually sanction that body to come into like uh, you got uh, Big D's Carp Lake down here below Jonesville. He's doing an awful lot of work to his uh, lake down there, and. Uh, like to see the improvements that he's doing and like i said it showed uh it showed you can go up on facebook page and you can pull up like carp lakes and stuff like that you showed can i could show you a picture of cannons lake where at 5 a.m monday morning they was putting in a brand new load of fish in that lake and they catch these things they go somewhere and catch these things wow and they bring them in these lakes they don't raise them like catfish no uh-uh. on a catfish no, farm no 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 you lobbies like Save won't see big fish they want these big 20 pounders and stuff like that and uh when you catch one uh a matter of fact i had a friend he would let he would actually go to uh lake watery and have him a place baited up out there and have him one of these great big white tanks in the back of his truck and he would catch these carp wild carp out of watery and stuff and take them to a local lake and sell them and get a dollar a pound. Wow. <laughs> you don't eat carp? No, you don't I eat mean, carp. I mean, what's wrong? I mean, it's not, uh, it's don't just, taste good or uh, what? You, uh, uh, the way a man told me, he said, you take a carp, if you want to eat him, you wrap him up in aluminum foil, and you, you put everything else on the outside of the aluminum foil, and once you bake it, you take the aluminum foil with the carp and throw it away and you eat the rest. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, some, I heard some people may eat carp, but not me. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, but they're mean. Oh, yeah, they mean. I'm talking about mean. No, because uh, here's what I'm going on now. I, I, almost every night, it seems like I end up watching at least one Andy Griffith show. Yeah. And there's one on there where Andy and Floyd are talking about, uh, and the mayor, uh, Mayor Pike. Yep. And this lady reporter's in there from Raleigh. 
because uh, uh, they got the lowest crime rate or something, and he, she wants to just hear the. And Andy's talking about fishing, and she thinks he's talking about catching a criminal. And she said, uh, and Andy says, yeah, I got that that carp and, and strung him up and had my picture made with him. And the lady says, you didn't. That's horrible. And she, and the mayor says, oh, I imagine Andy's killed a lot of carp. Well, and she says, well, I don't think it's right to kill a carp anymore, and it would be a pike. And, uh, of course, the mayor's name's Pike. And she goes storming out the door and uh, and – I think Andy or one of them says, I don't think she could have picked two more ornery fish than a pike and a carp. So that's that's how I know that carps are, must be mean. There used to be a carp lake right here in Whitney. Right above Whitney right there on Avon Drive down there, it used to be Fowler's Carp Lake back in the 60s. And we actually lived on Mayfair Street, and my grandpa on my mother's side would come by there and take me and my brother down there carp fishing. And I guess that's actually where I actually got carp fishing from. Yeah. And uh, that's uh, from there I started going over here to Waldrop's Carp Lake on Bryant Road. From there, me and Larry Pearson hooked up together, and we started going to Seas Lake up in Valley Falls. And Does he still do this? Larry? No, I've been trying. Larry's more into shark fishing now. Shark fishing? Shark fishing. And... Uh, now, you got to go out to sea to do he that. Goes, he goes to the sea and does this. He sent me a picture back. He said, I'm more into this shark fishing. What's the shark gets about five or six foot long and stuff like that? He showed, he showed me a picture of him holding one up like that and uh, with gloves on and stuff. Well, and yeah. I, I'm sitting there going, well, that's, uh, I might as well forget about you. But <laughs> <laughs> Well, Ricky could go with you. Uh, Ricky, Ricky, Ricky went with us two or three times, but... Uh, you know, I used to give David a hard time because, you know, David had that lake up there in his shop. Okay. Built that lake up there, and I told him that they'd make a pretty carp lake, and, boy, he would he would fly high. There's nothing in my lake except bass and catfish and brim. That you can I, eat. But, yeah. And I looked at him, and I said, are you sure about that, David? There better be, because he wouldn't <laughs> let nobody come in there and fish with minners, because a minner actually gets into be a, a carp in a way. But huh. uh, I told him, I said, you know me and Larry. I said, you know me and Larry wouldn't wouldn't dare put a carp in that lake. And boy, David looked at me and he'd get mad now. <laughs> he said, I'm fixing to whoop you. <laughs> uh, uh, Bud Moore had a lake on his farm out there, yeah, and I don't know what yeah. he had in it. I think he had bass. He's about like Bud. He wore bass and catfish and stuff and brim in it. But uh, we, we'd have a good time. Matter of fact, uh, Matter of fact, at Darlington down there, when Larry was Bush Grand National Racing, and I was helping them then, yeah, uh, David had his helicopter parked outside the racetrack there. He had a helicopter? David had a helicopter. And just so happened, he looked, he said, hey, we raced on Saturday afternoon. At 4.30, the race was over. Larry won it one time. Yeah, and guess what? David sat there, and he looked, he said, I got an extra spot in that helicopter. Anybody want to ride? Larry, no, huh? Ricky, no, huh? I looked, I said, how long will it take us to get home? He said, if we got a tailwind, about 45 minutes. I said, I'm in. <laughs> he said, why? I said, because I can be on Seas Carp Lake by 7 o'clock this evening. I can fish all night long. We have a tournament up there. And if I drove it, if I had to come back in the truck or the car, I wasn't going to be able to make the lake. Yeah. He said, matter of fact, we'll fly over that lake. <laughs> and he did. He, he flew that helicopter right up over that lake, sit, sit right up above it. And then come on over here to his house over here off of uh, Paris Bridge Road. 
Golly. But uh, have, a, have a good time. I mean, that's part of it. I mean, there's nothing like sitting on. I sent somebody a picture there the, the evening, sitting there and start getting dust dark, sun going down. And about that time, them frogs around that lake start. And it's so peaceful. Well, that was another question. What, what about, I mean, snakes and frogs and turtles and things? What about snakes and frogs and turtles? <laughs> well, I mean, don't think. Uh, uh, I, I can I've, see them I've, not maybe. I've, I've been I've been sitting there and seen a snake come across that lake and come right beside the bank right there, and I've took my net handle and I beat that I beat him. Some man looked. He said it might be just a water snake. I said I don't care. He's snake. <laughs> <laughs> but but you kind of that's how I feel about that new spider I saw in the newspaper the other day. Yep. Did you hear about that? Yeah. The I've Joro seen, spider? Yeah, yeah, I've seen that picture of him. It looked like a big rotten spider to me. I don't I don't like any kind of spider. I won't catch them and free them outside. I'll squash them as fast as I can get to them or spray them. But, uh, I mean, but that's... I'm, I'm fixing to send you something here this evening. You can sit here and read about it. You can read about all these deals. We've, got even, we've even got these little things that tells you uh, it beats when you get a fish on the line and... You don't have to sit there and watch your lines, and it'll flash red or flash blue. And you got to be kidding! No, huh? You you no. you you, 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 you don't can, even watch the 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 you, little cork or whatever it is go down. No, we ain't got no cork. Well, we I mean, no, it, that's no. It's usually I'm thinking of something red and white and plastic, but uh, I just said cork. Yeah, but uh, no. Uh-uh. But you don't even do that anymore. No, you got to. You don't. You you got something. Electronics there. is. You got electronic deal that just sit there and go beep 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 beep. Now, I know up. they got fish finders. Oh, well, you, ain't got you don't need that, though, for this. You don't need that sitting around the lake. You, no. can't, you can't do that, Perry. Well, all right, here's before we run out of time here. Um, and, you, how does, and you was worried about making two-hour show. I, I know it. I'm glad <laughs> it just came up. What? Um, how does the moon affect any of this? Because uh, I see these, I used to see these lunar tables and yeah. things. I always thought that was we, for the we fishermen. Kinda look at, we kind of look at the barometric pressure and stuff like that. But uh, moon, no. We don't. Wind? No. Huh. We fishing on the bottom of the lake. Wind can be up on top of that lake. Bottom of it, don't it don't worry. You know, Tom yeah. Higgins was a great motorsports writer. Passed away about a year or so ago. He did a weekly article in the Charlotte Observer on fishing. Yep. It might have been outdoor sports in general but i believe it was it might have just been for fishing yeah i bet you deb williams knows a bunch about fishing this is a bad week for her to miss the show yes but uh um now nighttime's a better time to fish in daytime well that's why you you people usually work during the daytime and stuff like that yeah. so you start having your bigger tournaments even in the evening time they'll draw out at five thirty, six o'clock stuff like that and you fish from my wife looked at me. She said, you're not going to make it. You're used to going to bed at 7, 30, 8 o'clock. You, what makes you think you're going to be able to stay up to 2 a.m. and then drive home or whatever? I said, well, I guess if, I, if I'm that sleepy, I'll just sit there and sleep in the truck. You know. We may have to, gentlemen, start your motorboats or something here. <laughs> <laughs> start your fishing pole. But what I like about it is uh, I can back up my truck up to the shop, unload my stuff off the back of my truck load my fishing stuff in there and i can be at local i can be at one of our local lakes within 25 or 30 minutes now you longer lakes uh like i said up in north carolina they take a little bit longer to get to and uh, the nicer one that i showed you yeah up uh, in vale up in vale i, I don't even know friend, where that is i had a friend of mine uh he was up there fishing thursday and uh 
asked him, I said, you know, they had like uh, 17 fishermen up there. So they had 17 spots that was top 17 fish. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what the 17th fish was down there that you had to beat? A 19-pound, 3-ounce fish. That's that's a that's a good sized fish. They have a clock, like a football game or something. I mean, a basketball game. It's you catch one right at the as the clock's running out or yep. something. Well, a lot of these places have uh, they like they'll let you fish and they have like fifty dollar spots. And if you have many fishermen you have, you have that many spots on the board. Yeah. And the smallest fish, I mean, you might have you might have. Uh, you might have 50 fish caught, but only the top 17 is going to get you money. Okay. So uh, on the bump that day was a 19.3. So that's a good fish for that lake up there. I mean, don't get me wrong. You sitting there in 19 pounds. Right there. All right, Greg. Well, that started when I wasn't exactly expecting it, but uh, that was a heck of a show. We got through it. Natalie, nobody's coming, so uh, don't worry about a table. The rest of you, keep it between the fences. You've been listening to Start Your Engines. Tune in each Saturday morning at 10 during the season for the very latest in auto racing news, interviews, and guests from around the sport. To find out more or order Perry Allen Woods books on motorsports, visit McFarlandBooks.com. Start Your Engines has been a presentation of Fox Sports Spartanburg, LLC. All rights reserved. Visit our website at SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, WSPG Spartanburg. We are And here's what you need to know. ESPN reported today that the Dallas Cowboys have given permission to starting right tackle Lyle.